And all my failures I tried to hide It wasn't my turn Till I met you You called my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness citizen of heaven when I was broken you are my healing now your love is the air that I'm breathing I have a future my eyes are open cause when you called my name I ran out of that grave out of the darkness called my name. I ran out of that grave, out of the darkness, to your glorious day.
give life. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope. You restore every heart that is broken.
thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm I'm never alone. So you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Searching for answers far and wide, but I know we're all searching for answers. Only you provide, cause you know just what we need before we say a word. You're a good, good father, it's who you are. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. 
You're a good, good father. Yeah. 
our soul, penetrates our spirit, and it doesn't just go into our mind, but it goes into our hearts tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can greet your neighbor and <clears throat> going to begin tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
What's up, Peyton? Well, it's good to have you here tonight. Those that are watching, welcome, welcome, welcome. Those that are here, welcome, welcome, welcome. <clears throat> and um, if you're going to be here Sunday, you're going to get this message another time. Um, <clears throat> we're going to go uh, tonight. I'm just going to be led by the Lord and just to share um, from the topic of decreeing again. Um, let's go to Job chapter 22. Job 22. So we'll start there and then just kind of work our way through this. And uh, verse number 28, a very familiar passage of scripture for those of us who have studied this before. Uh, Job 22, 28, New King James Version says, You will also declare a thing, and it shall be established for you, so light will shine upon your ways. In the Amplified Version, it says, You shall also decide and decree a thing. And it shall be established for you. And the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. And I want to, I want to take a moment and just look at the, the Amplified translation for a second. It says, you shall also decide. And I, I love that because it puts the, the, the ball in our court to, to um, it tells us, you shall make a decision to decree a thing, and then it shall be established for you. And then... The light of God's favor, so the favor of the Lord shall shine upon your ways. But you first have to decide what you're going to decree. And I love how it says decree a thing. So it, it just a thing is a thing. <laughs> thing is a thing is a thing. <laughs> and so a decree a thing. So whatever you feel in your heart, whatever promise the Lord has given you, whatever the Lord has has uh, whatever prophetic word, whatever. Um, promise god has given you decree that thing and it shall be established for you psalm 81 and 10 says open your mouth with a mighty decree i will fulfill it now you'll see in the words that you speak so shall it be i last week we said the definition of a decree is an official statement that something must happen an official statement that something must happen now the the um, official definition of a decree, if you want to make it official, it's a formal or an authoritative order having the force of a law, and it's one of the eternal purposes of God by which events are foreordained. So it's a formal and an authoritative order having the force of a law. That's cool. So decrees then have a force behind them, especially when spoken through the mouth of a believer. So a decree would be something like this. I decree that my family will be saved this year. A decree would be I de decree that my finances will 
uh, see significant increase this year. I decree my health will be better than it's ever been. So we're talking about decrees. That would be a decree. When I decree something, then it must happen. So whatever God has promised you, then it must happen. Things that we say have the capacity to shift things in our life. Things that we say have the capacity to shift things in our life. So what does that mean? That just simply means that things that I say positive or negatively uh, have the capacity to shift things in my life. In Matthew 17, verse 20, the Bible says, Jesus says, for truly I say to you, if you have faith that is living like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. And so, again, Jesus is saying, if you have faith, you can say to this mountain. So everything revolves around the the sound that comes out of your voice, your decree. The, 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 your voice has power. Your voice has authority. Your voice can cause things to take place in your life, the power of a decree. Last week, we looked at Matthew chapter 8, uh, verses 5 through 10, and it's, it, it says here, and it's talking about uh, when Jesus had entered into Capernaum, and a satyrian came to him and pleaded with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at death, home paralyzed, tormented by a devil. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Great. Most folks will stop there and be like, okay, Jesus, come to my house. Come get take care of this problem. I need it solved immediately. But this guy, instead of that, says, actually, if you'll just decree a thing, actually, if you'll just speak a word, my servant will be healed. I don't. You don't have to come hang out with me. I would love you to come hang out with me. I'll grill you a steak. But all you got to do is declare, decree something from right here. And I know my servant, the person that I need to help run things, the person that I know need to make movement, the person that I need to help me will be healed over there. This is the power of a decree. And so Jesus says, okay. And then the satyrian goes on and says, for I am, he understands this principle because he says, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say, come and go. They come and they go. And and um, uh, the servant does what I asked him to do. And when Jesus heard the centurion say this, he marveled and he said, um, surely I say to you that I have not found such great faith in all of Israel. Because this gentleman, this centurion understood the power of a decree. He, he understood that just by the by his voice he could tell um the people under him to do this and do that he understood the power of authority and your decree what you come, what comes out of your mouth has authority or a force behind it that uh, causes things to shift in your life and so a decree is an official statement that something must happen last week we said that nothing happens until something is said Nothing happens until something is said. We looked at Genesis 1 where it says, Jesus says, let there be light, and bam, there was light. Jesus had to speak something in order for for light to be. So the same thing in our life. If you want God to do something in your life, you've got to speak it forth. you got to say what you want to take place in your life. Amen. 
You want to be healed? Well, I declare that I am healed. I declare that I am free. I declare that uh, my life will be better this year than it's ever been. This will be the greatest year, not the worst year. And so we got to decree with our mouth what we believe. And it takes faith to decree it. It takes faith to understand it. It takes faith to believe it. Everything in the kingdom of God moves at the sound of your voice. Everything moves at the sound of your voice. And so if you want uh, uh, creativity, if you want um, favor, if you need whatever, just speak it forth by faith and you will see it manifest. I have a note here that says we have to see it by faith, speak it by faith, and then we will see manifestation in our lives. Our voice is very powerful. And so uh, we looked at last week again, we looked at, um, uh, let's see, we looked at uh, Genesis 1 and 1 where it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So that we understood the word of God is the what? It's the speech. It's the voice of God. Jesus was referred to as what? The word of God. And so everything that Jesus, what does everybody want nowadays? They want a prophetic word. Everybody wants God to communicate to them. Everybody wants something from the Lord just to know that the Lord sees them where they are. And aren't you glad God sees you right where you are? So we looked at Ezekiel 37. We said Ezekiel, the Lord called Ezekiel and said, Ezekiel prophesy to these dry bones. Prophesy what? The word of the Lord to these dry bones and say, oh, bones, hear the word of the Lord. Well, geez, Lord, these, these bones are dead. They ain't coming back to life. They're, they're dead, but okay, but, but but just because you said so, I'm going to prophesy to these bones, and I'm going to move by what you say. I'm not moved by what I see, although this, the bones are dead. I'm going to be moved by what you say. So here I go. So Ezekiel prophesies to the dry bones, and what happens? The bones begin to rattle. The bones begin to shake, and it's because of the prophetic anointing, the prophetic word to Ezekiel, and Ezekiel speaks it forth, and it begins to take place. Everything moves when you speak. Everything shifts when you speak. We said Joel chapter 3 and 10, let the weak say, I am strong. And so instead of feeling depressed, instead of feeling down, instead of feeling some type of way, you don't want to speak forth how you feel. You want to speak forth what God says about you. You're strong, you're rich, you're healthy. And so there's power in what you say. There has to be a word in your mouth that causes a movement in your life. So go back to Ezekiel. The, the Lord told him to call for the winds to come and to blow upon the dry bones. And so Ezekiel did what he, the Lord told him to do. He decreed a thing and it took a place. Amen. So if you want to something to move in your life, get the word of God in your mouth. Amen. Get the word of God in your mouth. And so, again, a decree is an official statement that something has to happen. Say it has to happen. Do you believe that? Amen. I believe it. And so we also looked at uh, the woman with the issue of blood. And I love this because it's so cool because it says here that when she said, to herself in Matthew chapter 9 verse 20 when she said to herself if I only can touch his garment I shall be made well and Jesus turned around 
And when he saw her, he responded to her, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. So Jesus um, picked up on the fact he heard in the spirit realm what this lady said. If only I could just touch just the, 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 the edge of his garment, I know I'll be made well. She decreed over herself. If only I could just get over there and people moved out of the way, touched, she touched his hem, and Jesus said, be of good cheer, daughter. You done did it, basically. You done did it. Say, I done did it. You done did it. And so she made a decree and produced what? She was, for 12 years, she gave all that she had to doctors, and they could do nothing for her. I bet she knew, understood what hope deferred making the heart sick really meant in her life. Yeah, because if you've been sick all your life, well, you know. And so, and so, so, so here she is. She makes a decree, and it produced healing in her body. What if she would have sat at home saying, you know what? I've gone to all the doctors. I've done all I can do. I'm just going to sit here and die. What if she decreed death over her? What if she could have? She could have sat there and been like, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to do this. There's a large crowd over there. He's never going to come my direction. Everyone knows I've got a problem. What if? What if she just said, you know what? I'm a loser. I'm staying home. But she didn't. She said, you know what? I'm going to get myself together. Everyone knows my problem anyway. So here I come. And because of her uh, perseverance and because of her uh, tenacity to touch Jesus, her life was changed. So good. And Jesus turned around to her. She, he, she touched him, and the touch was so significant, it caught him by surprise. And he turned around when he saw her, and Jesus declares, what? Be of good cheer. Don't worry about it, daughter. Your faith has made you well. Amazing. Yeah, one encounter with the Lord changes everything. It's a decree, the power of a decree. And sometimes when you don't have anyone to help you, you just got to decree a thing over yourself. How many times have we been by ourselves in situations no one knew about? We could make a decision whether to, to pour pitiful me or I'm going to make a decree. I'm going to stand on the word of the Lord that this that I'm not gonna um, I'm not I'm gonna uh, not grow weary and well doing, but I'm gonna stay focused on what God has promised me, and I'm gonna see God show up in my life. We looked at last week First Samuel about David um, being greatly distressed, and we saw in verse six where he encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you just have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Make a decree over yourself. We saw um, <coughs> in Luke where we ended last week talking about Caesar Augustus. And, and I want to go back to that for just a moment and spend some time there and really look at this because it's, yeah, it's a Christmas story, but it just shows you the power of a decree. And I went really quick through it last week, but I'd like to look at it together. Luke chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 6, really fast. And um, it says, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And this census first took place while in Cornelius. Uh, Lord, help me. How do you say that? Yeah, Q was governing Syria. So all went to be registered 
everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out to the city of Nazareth into Judea, uh, Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David and to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And some versions say she was great, was with, uh, was greatly with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And so we see Caesar Augustus makes a decree and everybody in this census and this, so can, and it also makes, <clears throat> let's look at, um, and the, in the, in the last note here I have is there is a word that you can put into your mouth in one place and something has to happen someplace else. And what I said about that was this, was the fact that, you know, you could take, um, for the, for parents, you can take a word about, you can decree a word over your family, over your daughter, over your son, over your husband. You can decree something right here and it affect them where they are right now. One word, one word can shift your entire life. Just like one encounter can change your world. One word, one decree, one, when you finally understand that you have power to change things in your life, can shift your world, can change your world. And so tonight I want to do a few things. I want to decree some few things over us. And uh, Robin sent this to me, uh, I guess sometime this week. And it was a decree I wrote up how long ago? Back in 17. Good Jesus. And we're going to decree this over us tonight. Wow. And so if you'll stand with me, we'll just just repeat this after me. I want to um, decree these uh, points. Wow, I was doing this back in 17. That's awesome. So just repeat after me. It says, uh, say, I declare and decree over my life, my family, my ministry, my business, and everything that I'm connected to, I'm a child of God. I'm successful at who God has called me to be. I'm anointed to do what God has called me to do. I'm stable and my mind is at peace. I will not bend in the face of adversity, but will stand and fight forward. I will not give up on God or on his people. I am fully persuaded that God is good. Nothing can or ever will change my perspective. I am called to live in the supernatural realm and I will not allow the systems of this world to lower my level of expectation. I am supernatural. I am the head and not the tail. The favor of God rest upon my life i am rich and not poor and i love to bless others i declare and decree that this will be a year of complete and total victory i speak this today over my life my family my ministry my business and everything that i'm connected to i am blessed in jesus name amen isn't that good? So I want you to, to um, remember that. That everything that you are connected to has to be blessed because of whose you are. Has to be blessed because you're part of the royal kingdom of God. The kingdom of God where there is no lack, where there is no poverty, where there's no sickness, where there's no disease. 
You carry healing power to change the world. This coronavirus has nothing on us. <laughs> no, we, we got the power. We have the solution to that mess. And it will not touch anybody connected to us because we have the power. We, we can declare a thing and, it be, and it's established for us. And so I just want you to uh, be encouraged tonight. I want you to be empowered tonight that you have the power to change the world with your lips, with your tongue. The life and death are in the power of the what? This thing, the big thing in your mouth, the tongue. And you can you can make things happen or you can make things not happen for you by what you say and how you speak it forth. And instead of saying, I'll be sick the rest of my life, I'll be healed the rest of my life. You have the power to change your world. Instead of your kid driving you crazy, you want to say that kid is awesome. That kid is great. Instead of my mom's driving me nuts, my dad's driving me my grandma's driving me crazy. No, do you need to speak forth God's will and God's purpose in their life and in your life? So one decree will change your life. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you're on time every time. Lord, we thank you for, for what you're doing in this season. We thank you, Lord, that you haven't forgotten about us. You haven't uh, changed your mind about us. You haven't... Um, um, thrown, uh, thrown a curveball. We thank you, Lord, that everything that uh, you have for us is 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 always good. It's never late. It's always on time. We thank you, Father, that that though this world gets crazy, you're still in control. And Lord, we just thank you. We decree over our lives, Father, that uh, you will not withhold any good thing from your children. We decree over our lives, Father, that that we. Um, walk in blessings all the time father that 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 our needs are supernaturally met father that that we are uh, not sick but we're healed we're well we're whole father we don't have pain in our body because we are supernatural beings father we just thank you lord that you're that you're giving us the 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 power to decree a thing and see things established for us and we thank you for it today in jesus name amen I'm going to offer a prayer tonight. If you want me to pray with you tonight, I'll be happy to do that. If you have something going on in your life that you just want to have me pray with you about, I'll be happy to do that. If not, thank you so much for being here this evening, and I look forward to seeing you on Sunday with a, a brand new message from the Lord. Amen? Amen.